0: meditated and I'm coming into this podcast straight out of that meditation with one word in mind that I want to talk about today, as is often the habit on the Happy Sunday podcast. Today's word, today's word of the day is attachment. Attachment. So, all the greats, in terms of thinkers, great thinkers, and, and when it comes to spirituality, you know, a lot of the great traditions, like Buddhism, um, they always uh, put forward tenets that encourage us to release attachment. So, what do we mean by attachment? What we mean by attachment is is clinging to things and believing that you need them, or that you have to have them in order to be worthy, or even in order to just exist. So some examples of attachment. 2022 that you hear a lot around when you when you talk to people and when you listen to music and when you watch TV examples of attachment you can be attached to people right oh gosh we are inundated by messages that encourage us to be attached to people specifically when it comes to romantic love and sexual attachments so the soft side of that type of attachment is romantic love where we are inundated with messages that say, you know, sign that special someone and everything will be okay. And we attach to the idea of finding one person who is going to, we're going to connect with. And this romantic connection is going to be the, the end all and the be all. And, and this attachment is going to give us purpose and meaning and, and satisfaction in life. Um, and we attach to the, either the idea of it or also to people or one person right so we attach to one person or to people with the idea of alright but like this is something that I need to validate myself to make myself worthy that's the romantic side of it on the flip side of it there's the more um it, more like mm, less soft more hard version of attachment which is you know what like you'll often hear fellas say can't go a day without a girl right one of my favorite songs that's a line from one of my favorite songs I uh, just called popcorn right can't go a day without a girl and that's the same thing attachment right you're attaching yourself and it might be romantic because it's not like a, a kind of soft, oh I really love you and I need you in my life romance kind of thing. But it's still attachment as in, yo, I need I need a girl around. I might love her. But we might do some other stuff that that I'm attached to. And therefore I want a girl around all the time. Attachment. Um, so we can get attached to people, not only in a romantic sense, you can also get attached to, you know, family, friends, um, you can get attached in the social media age. You can get attached to people in terms of like validation and likes, right? So in the social media age, you can get attached to people because you need people to like everything that you do. And and in the social media age, that means to press that like button. And you want to see those, you want to see those people like in your pages, like in your posts. You wanna see the numbers of people accumulating in the data on social media and you wanna know that you like that's a type of attachment. Right? An attachment to people. You can get attached to people um, in a work sense, in a in a professional sense, you know, you can get attached to validation and 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 um, and and the type of valuation that people will give you in a work sense, in a corporate, maybe environment, through things like promotions and um, titles and even paychecks, right? And so that, that leads us to another type of attachment, which is the attachment to wealth, right? You can get attached to money. Um, you, can, you can think that, okay, without it, I'm nothing. And with it, I am everything. They get so attached to it that you really have no identity outside of money. You hear so many people talking about what makes them worthy. And the first things that they jump to are things that they can buy or what they own. And they really feel that that makes them better. They they call brand names about where they could shop, what they could, what they can, you know, what kind of clothes they can put on their bodies. what kind of cars they might drive, what kind of homes they might live in. And all these things give them worth. Now, let's be clear. From top to bottom, all these things that I'm talking about, I'm I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with romantic love. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with sex, with wanting to have sex, with wanting to be around sexual partners. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with money. I'm not judging any of these things in themselves. What we're talking about, though, is attachment and the concept of attachment. And the reason that we're talking about attachment is because, like the Buddhists, I have found in my experience that recognizing attachment and releasing attachment is a powerful thing. It's one of the quickest ways to increase your power. And it's counterintuitive because we think that to have these things is what gives us power when actually, to release our attachments to them is what gives us power. And you can still have the things while not being attached to them. So it's not about dissing the things themselves, but it's talking about the attachment. To it. And what attachment means is to, to cling to it and to really define your worth by having these things and to, to be fearful of losing them. Fear is a big part of attachment. You're afraid of you losing them. So let's talk about some of the examples that we talk. We visit some of the examples we talked about. We talked about attachment in a romantic sense. In a sexual sense, we talked about attachment to money and things. Um, you can have a romantic partner and have a healthy relationship, but it, it, it's not based in fear of losing that person or or or, or you don't define your worth by that person you don't try to control that person or keep that person there or you don't try to to almost define your whole life by this person because you're not attached to the person you enjoy the person you're connected to the person and connection is not the same thing as attachment because connection might be that you mesh and you have you value the relationship and you um you you enjoy it and you you get good things from it and you give good things to it and it brings out good things in you and you you try to nurture the relationship but you're not attached to it as in if the relationship ended for some reason through death or um, if for some reason the person went a different way and you weren't together anymore or if for some reason you you found yourself single without that person, you would be okay because you're not attached to it as opposed to the reverse which is you're attached to it so the minute that that person leaves you're brokenhearted you feel like you have no life you, you feel like you know you're gonna die you feel like how am i ever gonna recover how am i ever gonna be okay i need this person all those things are attachments whereas the reverse is way healthier and way more powerful because All that that recognizing attachment and releasing attachment does is it returns your power to you. You realize that you, you are independently worthy. You are intrinsically worthy. You're worthy on the inside. And so you're worth. And your, your happiness and your joy and the things that, that make you able to enjoy life and function in life come from inside you. And so with that recognition, you naturally become unattached to everything around you. It doesn't matter what people do, what people say, what you have, what you don't have, what you own, what you don't own. That's not how you're defining yourself. again with the attachment to money nothing is wrong with money money is great nothing is wrong with owning nice things liking nice things wearing nice things and and whatever that means to you because everybody has different definitions but whatever it means to you to to look nice dress nice own nice stuff live in a nice place invest in, in 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 whatever you want to invest in to have lots of wealth to be able to use the way that you want it nothing is wrong with any of those things but where you could lose some of your power is if you become attached to them and you start to think, oh, this car makes me this way, or this house makes me this way, or without this shoe, I'm not worthy. Again, your value is intrinsic. Your power is intrinsic. Your power is inside you and it, 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 it doesn't, it's not, it's not questionable. it's it's it just is and it doesn't depend on anything so recognizing that helps you be not attached to how much money you have in your account or how much money you do have in your account whether you have plenty or, or little you're cool same way and you're not defining yourself by the money or the things that you own so releasing attachment, I found in my life to be a very powerful thing, and it's something that not everybody will understand. As as with everything else, you know, everybody has their own journey. So so a lot of people will find it difficult to understand because because the ease with which I will release relationships and things is something that makes people very uncomfortable if you're not similarly, um, you know, if you're not in a similar vein. It can make some people feel very uncomfortable because it's like how could you just release how do how could you not care and it's not a matter of not caring it's a matter of understanding that my attachment to you is not something that defines me so if you vex with me today i still cool (laughs) why why should i be not cool I'm not gonna be dragged into any situation where I have to be like, oh gosh, why are you so angry? Why are you acting so? And then, and why are you don't treat me like this? And why are you don't know? Because I've given you your freedom to do whatever you want to do. And if what you want to do is be vexed, you be vexed. If you want to, if what you want to do is to play games, you play games. That has nothing to do with me. If what you want to do is be in my presence, and be in my presence. If you want, to, if what you want to do is not be in my presence, then don't be in my presence. No attachment. If what you want to do is collaborate with me and, and, and build something creatively, then let's do that. And if what you want is to not do that, then don't do it. I'm not attached either way. Because you, as in another person, another relationship, is not defining me. And it's something, for example, that my daughter, I've been teaching my daughter about. We'll have conversations about it because toddlers, not only toddlers, she's not a toddler anymore. She's a little child. She's sick. But but children are, uh, and, uh, are humans just the way that big people are humans. And they have the same practices and same tendencies. Some of us grow, grow into to different ways of handling it and some of us just stay the same way no matter how old we are we might be 60 something and we're still acting like the six-year-old and so my daughter will sometimes do this thing which is a very normal human thing where she will um you know act up and throw a little tantrum like not anything big but you know just a little tantrum like where she's like emotionally upset she'll show that she's she's upset like we might be playing a game and she'll start pouting and then of course she expects that me as her mother my next step is supposed to be like gosh what happened how i could make it better what you need me to do and oftentimes i'll just be like okay well let me know when you're feeling better and she'll get confused she'll be like what you mean um you're supposed to, that's not how the script's supposed to go. I'm supposed to pout and then you are supposed to come and say, what happened? And try to make it better. You're supposed to give me attention, feed into my emotions and then that's how it's supposed to go. But what she's learning by having me as a, a mom is that um, that's emotional blackmail. That's you trying to, to tie people to your emotions and that's not okay. And... I don't need to respond to your emotions. You are responsible for your emotions, even at six. And it's not, nothing is wrong with feeling the way that you're feeling when you're pouting or you're crying, you know. But just don't expect um, everybody around you to now change the way that they feel because you're experiencing something. Empathy is great. And I will show her that, you know, I do care. It's not that I don't care that you're not feeling that way. But I'm not necessarily gonna change Anything about myself because you are feeling that way. So you could feel that way, and I do. I do empathize that you're not feeling very good right now, and I want you to feel better. But it's your responsibility to to make yourself feel better. And if there's anything that I can help you do to get to that point, I will be happy to do it. But what I'm not going to do is to just make myself upset and get into. a whole different mood because you happen to be experiencing something that's difficult for you and um, again that's about attachment that's about releasing the fact that not even your daughter, not even your children you're attached to in the sense that they don't define you they don't define you their happiness does not define your happiness yes you're happier when they're happy but if they're not happy and they're not joyful for a particular moment you're not going to let it completely derail you and fought and so so your your life just falls apart because they happen to be experiencing something no you have to you have to be firm in, in you and and that's where the power lies that is where the true power lies and teach them how to be firm in themselves that's the most important thing so that they aren't blowing with the wind every time the people around them and the things around them change so that they also are in themselves and know that their power is intrinsic and independent of the things and people around them so um with any with anything that with any principle i've found that you know that where it might be true in some senses in other senses i'm like "Mm, but no attachment might also serve a really good purpose though and one of the examples that I found with that is, okay, yes, I found that un- this un- being unattached and detached is incredibly powerful. And it, it helps me navigate situations that other people may find difficult to navigate because when people, oftentimes people will try to use the things that they think that you're attached to, to manipulate you, right? So they'll they'll put forward the things that they think that you want and the things that you need. They'd be like, but, uh, I could offer you this, I could offer you that all based on their their examination of you and and what they think you might be attached to. And they think they could pull your strings, make you act in a certain way because they think that you'll be attached to getting either money or a title or working at a particular place or whatever advancement they think that they could trick you with. Or sometimes it's romantic attachment. They think that, you know, some men might think that by being in your life, They offering you something that you're going to be attached to and so they feel like when they pull away so all of a sudden you're going to just go crazy right because it's like oh my god i'm so attached no so while you have unattached the detachment and that's powerful you also need to be attached to some things i think because and i don't know if attachment is the word but I definitely i definitely have some things that i hold on to because i feel right and, um, even while I'm holding on to them, I'm very like unattached to how I hold on. In other words, I could hold on from afar, I could hold on from near, I could hold on regularly, I could hold on with horses and brakes, but I'm still holding on. An example of that would be my, the business that I'm building, Right. business that i'm building so many things have happened so many people have tried to derail and distract me and some of the things are intentional and some of the things might just be organic a combination of both is what i believe right so some organic obstacles and then some very deliberate obstacles and distractions and i have just put up my blinders on and ignored all of them and kept holding on and moving forward with this business. And it's something that I absolutely don't regret. And so that's a situation where I'm very attached. I'm very attached to this business and I have no plan of letting go. But while I'm attached to the business, I'm still releasing all, um, all the hows around how this business grows. So I'm unattached to the speed at which it grows. I'm unattached to um, who I might have to collaborate with to make it grow. I'm unattached to um, specific outcomes that I may want, but I am attached to this business is gonna keep moving forward. And this vision that I have in my heart, my mind, my soul is is going to continue to come to fruition. I think that type of attachment attachment can be very healthy because sometimes I think we 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 have seeds in us that that we meant to plant and if you believe that you're meant to plant plant it it's not accidental that you have that belief and you plant it you, you let it grow and you have to be you have to be consistent with it right but at the same time let go so since we're using that plant um Plant metaphor. It's like anybody who's ever grown anything knows that you do your best to water it. You're very you're very attached to growing because you would not be planting whatever it is if you didn't want it to grow. So you do your best to water it. You do your best to give it um, nutrient. Put it in the right type of soil. Make sure it's getting sunlight. If you have to till um, the land to make it grow, you do that. If you have to protect it from pesticides, you do whatever you need to do to make it grow but then you also have to just release you also just have to release and be unattached to how it grows because there's certain things that you just can't control and one year you might have a good crop one season you might have a bad crop um and and you just hope for the best but you're very attached to these crops growing because you want to eat right or you want to feed your family or sell the crops or whatever you're going to do with your with the crops or or whatever it is the whole point is that sometimes i think attachment can be really healthy. Um, because it grounds us and it helps us build the things that we envision and, and 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 all around us people are constantly building things and building infrastructures and systems and and, and enterprises that we then become a part of. And there's no reason that we can't be building things for ourselves too. And attachment can be helpful to help ground us in our visions and to help us build. Um, And that can be powerful too. So I guess I'll close up by saying that um, I would encourage everybody to see that there's power in releasing attachment to things and people but there's also power in attaching yourself to the things that feel right and to having a gentle a gentle hold on them where you're not you're not you're not clinging to it but you have no intention of letting go and that's for people and things so attached to the right things unattached to most things (laughs) all right happy sunday